let's talk more on this A-League situation and football in general. Simon Hill's on the line. Good morning to you, Simon. Morning. How are you? Oh, boy, have we been wading through the deep end here. And we've had a really good discussion, mate, a, a very good back-and-forth discussion with football fans who say they've been left out here and do not like the fact that the grand finals um, have been locked into Sydney. Have you heard anything about this uh, extraordinary board meeting that's been called by the APL? Look, probably only the same as you. I saw that uh, Robbie Cornthwaite, uh, ex-Adelaide United player, of course, and Socceroo, uh, tweeted something about there being an extraordinary uh, APL board meeting today. I've tried to get confirmation. I haven't been able to do that yet, but that was only uh, five or ten minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been an extraordinary 24 hours. Let's, let's put it that way. Yeah, and again, uh, and you know, we had this chat off the back of the Socceroos and what could happen with football. Again, it, it, it dives into the passion of football fans in this country. And to my way of thinking, yeah. that's what you want to tap into because this is a, is a rolled gold situation where the fans of football, the passionate fans of football, have been upset. And to me, if that's, yeah. if that's the case, which it is, then they've missed a trick here. So... Let, let's just go back a little bit. What was your first reaction when you saw the news that the grand finals were going to be locked in as somebody who works in the game, lives and breathes the game, but loves the game as well? Uh, well, one of uh, surprise um, and also trepidation because uh, I knew that this would be the reaction. <laughs> and if you mm. didn't know, then really you've got no business being involved in football. Um, you know, one of our unique selling points, I guess, as uh, a code in this country is that we were able to take grand finals around the country and for cities like Brisbane and Adelaide and Perth, who, you know, don't get grand finals in the other codes, that was a real good point of difference. So I think most, you know, football fans saw it that way. Um, now, I have to say, I understand in many ways that the game needs to wash it, wash its face and that it needs money. Um, the irony of all this is that, you know, on the back of the World Cup, where we've all been crying out for governments to get involved with the game more and, and you know, give us more money so we can we can grow the sport, all of a sudden we've got that money and <laughs> we're not happy about it. Uh, yeah. But you have to be careful as a sport, obviously, you know, to balance those commercial interests um, with the sporting ones. And I think this is where the fans have felt somewhat let down. Uh, they feel as though they've not been involved in this discussion process. I know Danny Townsend said yesterday that they consulted fan groups. Uh, whether that's the case or not, I don't know. It might well be. Um, and to play devil's advocate for, for just a moment, you know, that it is a bold decision. I'm not saying it's the right one. I Personally, I disagree with it. Um, but, you know, they, they did say that they were going to be bold and try different things. Um, and obviously, they, you know, they need the money as well. And who knows, you know, in a few years' time... This might turn out to be a fantastic thing, but in the short term, you cannot ignore your customer base. And I think it seems pretty clear to me today, and I know social media is, is not always the best barometer to go by because it only represents a, a fraction of the population, but it's been almost universal, the, the, con the condemnation of this uh, decision. So, you know, now they've got a big problem. And uh, the, the other problem is, is that one or two clubs have... Uh, have broken ranks. I've seen comments from Tony Sage over at Perth and uh, rumours that Brisbane have said, look, we didn't know about this. And, and now we see this from Robbie Cornthwaite saying that the APL is you know, holding an emergency board meeting. So 
you know, it, it it's it's uh, a little bit grey as as to how this has all been arrived at, and uh, and perhaps we need you know further clarification on this, and perhaps you know they need to reconsider given the. Uh, the extraordinary backlash that we've seen over the last 24 hours, which, again, I have to repeat, could easily have been predicted. Um, mm. And, you know, the moment I, I learned about this news, I thought, well, <laughs> they're going to cop it. And they have. <laughs> they certainly have. You, you make some really good points. And, and the balance around the commercial and sporting sides is always going to be difficult. And I said at the top, you know, the business case versus the emotional case here. Um, let's work our way through that. I think also... And to your point of, of not understanding the customer base and not playing to the customer base, there's also a timing problem. So you're right, they've got a problem. How are they going to deal with it? If they took a board meeting today, if, those, if that's right information, and if they sit at that board meeting and throw it out the window and say, we're going back to what we, what we, what we know and what the fans are telling us, how do you think that will that will go down for an organisation that, as you point out, wants to take risks and wants to be bold and is looking further down the track than the next year or so? Well, I mean, for a start, I can't imagine that would play out too well with Destination New South Wales. So I, I assume that you know contracts have been signed. We don't know the exact uh, figure of, of the deal, but we're, we're told it's eight figures. So as, as a a bare minimum, it's $10 million. It could be, you know, a lot more than that. I don't know. Um, so that th- there would be uh, bridges burned, certainly in that regard, uh, at a time when, you know, the sport needs to build those bridges with governments and with the corporate world to, to get the investment that the game does so desperately need. There's no doubt about that. Uh, apologies for the plane flying overhead. Um it, it, it's it's a really tricky one, and as you rightly say, you have to balance out uh, the the commercial aspects with the sporting ones. And I, I think, you know, perhaps what's disappointed me most of all is the fact that everybody's you know piling onto Danny Townsend today. I understand that he's the figurehead, he's part of the organisation that's made this decision, but he's certainly not the only one. And it was you know stressed at the press conference yesterday that this was a collective decision that had been signed off on. Um, by all the clubs, <laughs> one or two have denied that. But if that was the case, uh, wh- where was the show of strength? If you're going to take a big decision like this, you've got to own it and, and ride out you know, the, the, the criticism. And really, Danny was left like a shag on a rock yesterday and, and you know, had to field everything. And I, I, I felt that was you know, perhaps indicative of uh, the fact that they'd, you know, they'd read some of the blowback already and... Uh, and, and duck for cover, which is not ideal. I get the feeling, experience tells me here, mate, that they didn't have all their ducks in a row before they announced all of this. They, they didn't, whilst they may have listened to fan groups, I don't know how much they've listened to fans, and they clearly have not passed this through um, the rinse routine throughout the game itself at, at all levels. So I've, I've got a feeling that there's going to be a little hole somewhere along the way that they didn't see and that has led them to this problem that they're in and and what happens next we don't know just a quick one semi-final so tomorrow Argentina v Croatia then France v Morocco what do you think plays out tomorrow morning 6am start well we could be set for a a repeat of the 2018 final Uh, if you remember it was France Croatia four years ago in Russia Uh, so that's a possibility Uh, personally 
I, not that I'm a, you know a fan of Argentina, but I think for the for Leo Messi's sake, given that this was probably going to be his last World Cup, it would be nice to see him in the final and uh, with a chance to finish off his international career uh, with a winner's medal. Um, I, I tipped Argentina at the start of the campaign, so I'll, I'll stick with them to go through. Uh, the other one is fascinating, isn't it? France, yeah. Morocco. I mean, uh, France, uh, you know, the world champions, they've got such talent in their ranks. But Morocco surprised everybody. And, and of course, you know, there's, there's a bit of history between France and Morocco politically. So, uh, you know, they'll be very fired up. They'll play a conservative game. They'll try and contain France. And who knows? I mean, if we get an African nation in the final, that, that would just be unbelievable, the first time ever, uh, and would really, you know, strike the blow against the old uh, Europe-South America hegemony. So uh, I sort of hope that happens, but I, I sort of doubt that it will. I think it'll be Argentina-France. All right, Argentina to go through, France to go through. Good on you, mate. You've got a fair bit to talk about tonight on the global game. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Simon Hill there, Broski, will be alongside him. So Simon and Alex... Live from 9pm Eastern Daylight, saving time for the global game. Plus, later on today, Socceroos captain Matty Ryan will join Joel and Fletch for the run home. So make sure you stay tuned for that one. Some good stories, you reckon, coming out of the Socceroos World Cup campaign with Matt Ryan. Looking forward to that, but um, you get the feeling that this APL board meeting, assuming the, um, the information is right and we have no reason to... Uh, think otherwise, but assuming the information is right, what happens off the back of this? What happens today? Uh, are they in a bit of trial here? And look, if they do reverse it, I'd I'd be of the opinion they would be leaving themselves massively massively exposed here to have to start handing over to other people involved or other people because. If you're doubling down on making this big decision and this is the future of where you want to take the games, if you're doubling down on that, you're making these decisions, but then you're calling board meetings. And if you do do the backflip, then that might be the good thing for the game. But what does that say about the makeup of those making the decisions and how those decisions were then sent out to the public? I think it leaves everyone a little bit wide open. More to play out on that one. 21 minutes. It's about 22 minutes now after 11 o'clock in Sydney, 22 after 10 in Queensland.